Yeah, I had to get out of my room. I told you everybody's sleeping up there. I didn't want to wake anybody up. Those pictures didn't come through. Well, what it was is Ryu and his looked like his bedroom, a living room with the ninety with the new Dodgers jersey, wearing number ninety nine. And he looks like is that what he's gonna wear? I would think so. I mean, he wore that here. Yeah, he said okay. he wants to wear 99. Manny's number. All right, hold on. Hold well, on, Manny's, hold on. Let's stop Manny's that. Manny's still getting his 8 mil. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. Let's start that over again. Let me record it. Wait, I am recording. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. No, I am. Sorry. <laughs> I am. This is recording. Jesus. Oh, that'd be a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good times, good times here in Korea. It is December 10, 2012. Welcome to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast. I am Philip Riccobono, and we will talk about Ryu Hyun-jin today on this historic day in South Korea. Ryu Hyun-jin just signed a mega deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Six years, there's been a lot of anticipation and build-up to this point. Uh, The deal went right down to the deadline took 30 days to negotiate it, but it's done, and Ryu will be going to Los Angeles uh, next year. So, uh, today, on the program, uh, will be Jiho Yu from Yonhop News. Uh, we'll also have Edwin, Edwin Rowe from Aryang Radio and TBS FM Radio here in Korea, and, of course, Mike Nino in New York. So, the only podcast to talk to you about our own personal lives pop culture, and Korean baseball in English. And then his little homage to my buddy Don Barris. Don, of course, the host of the Big Three podcast, and you don't want to miss that. It's a very funny one. Uh, Don has uh, influenced me a lot in my podcasting. So enjoy, and our first guest today will be uh, Jiho Yu. All right, I'm being joined right now by one of the good guys in the media business. Uh, Jiho Yu of Yonhop News. Did I say it right, Jiho? Uh, you got it right. Uh, I don't know what the okay. nice guy uh, part, but um, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're generally a good guy. I don't think you have a bad bone in your body, and, and that's a good thing. Mm, uh, thank you. So you, you're welcome. You're very welcome. I don't say that about many people, uh, mm. and especially in the media business. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you, I know you spent a little time in North America, but you're basically, you know, Korean based and spent most of your life here in Korea. Is that right? Right, right. I spent. So, uh, well, no, I was going to say I, spent, I grew up in Toronto for for seven years. I went to school there, but I've spent most of my life in here in Korea. Mm-hmm. So, what does this mean to you uh, outside of reporter mode? Okay, mm-hmm. what does this mean to you and the rest of the Koreans here? This you know this mega sign. This is a record signing for a Korean baseball player. Well, you know, it means a lot to the Korean baseball fans. Uh, he's really the first guy to to go straight from the KBO. The first Korean guy to go from from the KBO to the majors. I guess if he does make the roster after spring training, and he's not uh, getting he's getting paid a lot of money to do it. Uh, you know, thirty six million dollars in six years, and he got the incentives based on innings pitched and. The team, the Dodgers, uh, paid, put almost $26 million on the table just to have the rights to talk to him. So it's a great thing, I think, for the fans here. Uh, you know, they see it as a sort of a, a sort of, their source of pride 
to see one of their own to make the jump to do the majors. And you know, Ryu Hyunjin is going to be under uh, he's going to be under a lot of pressure, uh, not only from the Dodgers brass giving him so much money, from but also from the entire nation of Korea. Uh, everyone's going to be watching his start every four five days. Uh, he's going to have to basically represent the whole country, whole whole league really, KBO, and try to sort of change the perception about you know KBO not. Uh, being as good as it actually is. Uh, he's he's going to be the face of the KBO, uh, at least for the couple of years, first couple, couple of years in the majors. Uh, so how he does in, in the first year or two, I think it's going to go a long way toward sort of changing or not changing the perception that people have in the U.S. about the KBO. Well, um, I, I know that you grew up here and you're familiar with the culture. And mm-hmm. from, from what I'm told, um, he lives at home on the off-season with his parents. Um, and he's going to be, you know, going off to the States. I know he has a brother, I'm told, in New Jersey. I don't mm-hmm. know if his parents are going to move over there with him. But this is going to be a, a drastic life, lifestyle change for him. And I know, you you know, you kind of went through it moving over there. But uh, when you went through it, you know, you, you didn't go over there with $36 million uh, <laughs> right. in, in your bank account at 25. And, and, and can you talk about that? And, and, and that's, you know, that's a, that's a real major life change. Right. I mean, you, you got that right. I mean, it's, it's a major change for anybody to to move away from home and, you know, basically getting a new job uh, in, a, in a different country, in a different setting. Uh, I think making this adjustment off the field is going to be just as difficult for him as it is to make adjustments on the field. I mean, baseball, you know, it's essentially the same game. Obviously, you have to learn the language, uh, but, you know, you can, you know, use your body language uh, with the catcher, uh, just basically throw the ball over the plate. So it's, it's the same game on the field, but off the field and in the clubhouse, getting along with, um, I guess, a diverse group of teammates in the Dodger clubhouse and living on his own in a, in a new country. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it does take a special kind of personality, personality to make it. I think Lee Hyunjin uh, has that. Uh, he's, he's pretty down-to-earth, uh, easygoing kind of guy. I, I think he can make the adjustments off the field. I just saw a picture, two pictures of him posted on his Twitter, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's in his bedroom, um, and he's got like a stuffed animal in there, and there, there he is in his new <laughs> Dodger jersey and cap. And, I mean, he looks like, yeah, 99, he, he looks like a little boy. We actually spoke about that. We, you, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to take 99, uh-huh. but uh, it looks like he's going with 99, which is kind of cool. I think Manny wore it a few years ago. Right. Um but uh, I mean, yeah, he looks—he looks like a boy. Well, you know, I think it does help that uh, he's, you know, he's trying to, you know, have fun. He's trying to enjoy himself a little more uh, instead of putting all the pressure on himself. Because a lot of a lot of other people would do that for him, as far as putting the pressure and putting the expectations, burdens of expectations on him. So, you know, he's taking pictures of himself in his uniform, uh, putting pictures on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like that. I. I I'd rather see that than, you know, somebody going out there and saying, you know what, I, this is a lot of money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel a lot of pressure to, uh, to perform next season and whatnot. So, you know, I, I kind of like to see him, in, you know, try to have fun and just trying to be, uh, trying, to, trying to enjoy uh, being a member, member of the LA Dodgers. So it's a better picture than him standing outside the Ferrari dealership. What's that? I said, it's a better picture. Uh, this is a better picture than him. You like this picture better than him uh, rather than seeing him in front of a new Ferrari or something. 
Right. Uh, that or, I guess, watching Lakers at the Staples Center. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't hold that. You probably got the tickets free from Boris. <laughs> True. So, um, a couple more things. I know you got to go. Um, not a bad pitching staff to get on and, and to learn from, you know, uh, Grinky, Kershaw, um, uh-huh. you know, um, uh, who else is on that Lily, staff? Lily, Blinkley, uh, Aaron Harang, uh, Chris Paparano. Right. Granky, Josh Beckett. So I, Beckett, I think there's yeah, two different. So, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean that there's. It seems like a loaded staff, and the Dodgers mm-hmm. may make some moves, or is he going to be fighting for a fifth position? Well, you know, there's. Spot? Now I was going to say there's two, 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 two different ways to look at it. You mentioned that this is a good staff to learn things from the veterans, but also on the other hand, it might be a tough, uh, tough rotation to crack for someone like Yu Jin coming from overseas. So with the Granky signing, they've got two former Cy Young winners, uh, Kershaw and uh, Granky, plus uh, former 20-game winner Josh Beckett, who I think had a you know solid season with the Dodgers, and Caprano, uh, Blinksley, and Aaron Harang, and Ted Lilly, really established starting pitchers in the majors. But I think at least three of them are question marks at this point. Uh, Chad Blinksley, he's, he's a question mark as far as his health is concerned. Lilly didn't pitch a lot last year. But, uh, you know, they might be expendable uh, through trades or the Dodgers would like to uh, have some depth uh, in their rotation and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to keep them uh, for the, just for their purpose. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's going to be, to me, I, I think it's going to be a difficult rotation to crack for Yuan Jin unless Dodgers make some immediate trades involving some of these veterans. Uh, you know, I mean, he's not going to be handed a spot right away just because he's getting paid the money. He's going to have to go out there and prove himself. Uh, in the spring training and in preseason. And, you know, the Dodgers, they've put in this much money in New Hyunjin in posting and contract for a reason, so he's going to have to go out there and prove himself. Well, you would, you would have to think for the money they're spending on him, they, they want to find a spot in the rotation for him, or they think he'll be in the rotation. Right, right. I mean, they obviously think, you know, enough of him to give him that kind of money, $60 million a year plus, uh, plus uh, an opt-out clause and, and $1 million per season up to one million per season, depending on the innings pitched. So uh, maybe they're looking at him as a sort of a middle-of-the-rotation guy in his, at least for a couple of years, uh, and if he does get better, uh, better uh, later on. You know, some of these guys are not getting any younger, uh, guys like Lily and Aaron Harang. So uh, I, I, I do see, I do see Yuri Jin in the middle of the rotation in the not-too-distant not future. Do you see shades of... Uh... The old Dodger Stadium uh, coming back when going back to when Chan Ho Park was there. I mean, mm-hmm. they're right near K Town, and and you know, will you see a lot more Korean Americans maybe interested in, in the Dodgers now? I hope so. You know, the Dodgers used to have very diverse international uh, rotation and lineup when when Chan Ho Park was there. I think at one point they had an entire rotation of non-American pitchers, and they've sort of moved away from that in recent seasons, and then now this year. This offseason, they signed some international guys. Uh, they, they, I think they signed a defector from Cuba also in the, in the offseason, and Nihon Jin being part of that international movement as well. So, yeah, I think it's going to bring uh, more Korean Americans back to the Dodger Stadium. He's going to be, if he does make the rotation, he's, he's going to be pitching every four or five days. Uh, I guess hopefully uh, most, of them, most of them at home. So, uh, I think he's, he's probably going to have to attend this as well. Is this the best fit for him in MLB, the Dodgers? Because of the, the K-Town and all that? I think so. I think if you look at 
Uh, we've talked about this culturally, culturally. I'm not talking about baseball. Like, culturally, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. All field issues that we've talked about, their adjustments and all that. Yeah. If you look at that from that angle, uh, LA just might be the best place for him to uh, uh, to start out his major league career. Okay. Last thing: prediction mm-hmm. on his record and strikeouts in 2013 with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, his record and his strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go on a limb. Uh, he's I think he's going to win 10 games. Uh, he's, I'm not sure if he's going to get to 200 innings, maybe about 170, 180 innings-ish, and he's going to be around 150 strikeouts. As a starter? As a starter? You heard it here first. Well, four, four or five? <laughs> you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to say number four. Uh, they're going to have Kershaw number one lefty and Granky number two righty. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Liu could be left in number three, or they could have back in number three and uh, Liu in number four. So we'll see. All right. GOU, Yonhop News. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay. And what are you working on next? Are you, obviously, you're covering this today. Is there a, is there a presser or anything? No, well, there's, we're going to have a Golden Gloves tomorrow for the KBO. But before that, uh, the KBO is going to have a big board meeting of team presidents to talk about expansion adding the 10th team in 2014 or 2015. So depending on the results of the talk, the, uh, the Players Association might boycott the Golden Gloves ceremony. So that's a big development for tomorrow. How do, how do fans get in touch with you? Uh, you know, they can find me on Twitter, even though I haven't tweeted much in recent years, in recent uh, months, actually. Um, you can find me at, uh, at Jiho underscore one. That's J... E-E-H-O underscore one is number one. Uh, you can find me on Twitter there. And uh, I'm also actually more active on Facebook. Uh, so facebook.com slash G-H-O-U. J-E-E-H-O and Y-O-O. So that's where you can find me. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Gio. Okay, my see pleasure. See you soon. Take care, my friend. Okay, see ya. Okay, bye-bye. All right, so I got uh, Edwin Rowe. Uh, of Ariang Radio, and then another radio station that I can't mention, I don't think, right? I guess According not. According to SJ, Mr. Secret Service Man. Secret, secret uh, yeah. Agent Man. SJ, he's real paranoid. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. No, you can't say that. You can't do that. Well, he thinks you're gonna get. He thinks you're gonna get fucking sued. Or, I can cuss, yeah, right? Shit. He thinks you're gonna get sued. Or, <laughs> Over uh, over the uh, baseball shit. Oh, oh, my documentary. Yeah, your documentary. Oh, sue me for I'm worth about ten thousand dollars, if that. <laughs> They'll take it. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna sue you for he's gonna sue you for your camera. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. All right. Your broken tripod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my broken headphones. <laughs> Fucking so Phil, yeah. Anyway, this is funny. Phil fucking got his damn uh, earphones caught in his tripod. It was like it took us like forty-five minutes to get out of the studio because he was fucking around with it. I was like, this guy is making documentaries. What the hell? It's very independent, as you know. Yeah, it is. But you're like a one-man band, though. It's quite impressive. Thank you. You actually helped me a few times. One time you held the camera, or two times, and you also held my tripod case once. Yeah, that's. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that, but that's. Yeah, thank you. 
Well, no, you probably. Can we hear that story? What's that, Nino? Yeah. Why don't we have Edwin tell the story because he's funnier than me? Go ahead. What happened? Oh, he, uh, we just in the studio and he uh, he came up there and then I don't know, like some reason he had this, he had his headphones, his, you know, his, um, his iPhone, uh, iPhone earbuds or whatever. We can say brand names, right? They'll probably send us free iPhones and stuff for mentioning them, right? I'm on them, iTunes, right? of course. Hey, Apple iPhone iBuds that he said he had that and all I don't know how he did it was like uh you know when they put ships inside of glass bottles he had his fucking headphones stuck inside his tripod or something I don't know what happened but that's about it I think when I opened it or adjusted it they got caught in there yeah it's a great story I was I was trying to save them you're the you're the one just saying let's cut them out but yeah they were on their we had to we baby Jessica it got him out and we're also we're also uh, also we have on the program the panel this is a panel uh, Mike Nino Ninavaji you know Mike you never really got to introduce yourself to the to the listeners out there if there are any at least can you please tell the world about yourself uh, no there's nothing about me that's interesting other than the fact that I know you wow he's like SJ he's secretive man. Very secretive. <laughs> I, mean, I have no idea what I have no idea why you would want to speak to me. I'm just doing the best to keep up with you guys. Well, you are my cousin, friend, spiritual advisor, and uh, yes, I am. and a successful and a successful varsity baseball coach who's brought some guys to the AAA level. Yeah, we've had some success with that, but you know what? Maybe someday I'll have a Ryu. I hope so. Yeah. And that's why we're here today, really, to talk about Ryu. Uh, record signing. No, now, uh, Edwin, why don't you tell me how you reported it on the radio this morning? Uh, I didn't say shit about it this morning. Really? Why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, man, you know, to give credit, you know, do you know uh, the guy on MyKBO.net, and also he writes for Yunup, his name is uh, Yujio. Yeah, I interviewed him before you guys, actually. Yeah, he's fucking, he is the man. But, um, you know, I always say, I got to buy him a beer because he's always writing this that I just regurgitate on the air. But, uh, yeah, Yunjin signed for, uh, I think it's six years, 36 mil, finally. But it was funny, you know, because people here were starting to panic a little bit because these deals, it's typical, they always go down to the wire, but... You know, when Kuroda signed for the Yanks, everybody was like, oh, yes, you know, now Drew is definitely going to get in there. You know, he's, he's going to be in the rotation. And then they fucking signed Granky to that monster deal. And then everybody was like, well, maybe they'll tell, you know, Ryu to, you know, go do one. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was weird when Boris was trying to, I guess, I guess he thought he had some leverage and he was saying that Ryu could go pitch in Japan, which is complete yeah, bullshit. total bullshit. I called him out on it on, on, a, on my KBO's Facebook page because there's yeah, no so, agreement between the KBO and the NPB, the Japanese league in place, and he's not a free uh, agent. So where, how's he yeah, going to get over there? They never fucking paid $25 million for Ryu engine. So that was like, man, Boris is out of touch, but... Uh, Another guy who was on our show that I can't name, The Secret oh, Show. Well, um, well, we can bleep it out. Why don't you say it and I'll bleep it out? <laughs> but uh, I saved you the editing. But uh, Daniel Kim, 
he was saying, you know, Boris has said crazy shit like this before, so this is just typical Scott Boris, uh, you know, technique, and it, it was never in question. They were going to sign him the whole time. It was just a matter of how much, and, you know, he obviously, he didn't get, you know, Dice K or Darvish numbers, but uh, still, this is huge for Korea, and he's the first player that, to come from, uh, directly from the KBO to the MLB, so... It's a big accomplishment, you know. He's a stud, and I, it's going to be interesting to see where he fits in. He'll he'll probably be the number four starter, you know, behind Beckett or somebody like that. Which is actually which is actually a very good spot for him on that team just to really build him to win now. So there's going to be less pressure. Him pitching in four slots a lot less pressure than pitching in any of the top two or three. He's a four or five. I mean, that's almost like a free ride. Not to mention yeah. Boris, that you guys are talking about, makes all the rules. But he says and does whatever he wants because he completely, completely makes all the rules. If no one even messes with him, teams don't mess with him. He, he's, he pretty much runs the major leagues. Scott Boris, he's got so much power. He's ridiculous. So when he says something like that, he, it doesn't matter. He ain't based on fact. He just says whatever he wants to say because no one's going to challenge him. He, didn't need, he probably didn't even care what he said. Yeah, I mean, he just came out with the state. Well, they go to Japan. Well, how's that going to happen? It doesn't matter. That's I bet. My point I is, bet, I bet Ryu was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and, and you know, it's like it's like when we talk, you have too many beers, and you start saying stuff, and you start whispering. I mean that. Hey, it doesn't matter. I'm making it up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Boris just says whatever he wants to say. Boris yeah. can say whatever he wants because, and everybody flocks like seagulls home because he. He pretty much runs the league. He's he's in charge. I mean, when did Greg sign today? Greg, he signed yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't think it was finalized. Uh, yes, oh, it's finalized. I think he got the most. Uh, I think it was the the most money for a right-handed pitcher ever. Yep. Was it one hundred and forty-seven million? Uh, one hundred forty-six mil. Retarded money. Yeah. So. I don't know. And he's not even going to be, you know, he's going to be number two starter, so he'll be behind Kershaw. Yeah, Yeah, they'll get left, right, and then I guess uh, Beckett will be... Maybe they'll go left again with Rio. Nah, again, for for that guy, to put him in the rotation, if they put him in the fourth or fifth spot, there's no pressure on him. Yeah. That's a a great spot for him. Do they know anything about him in the states? Yeah, what's the word? I mean, no, no. What are you hearing about him? Not, I mean, he hasn't really been again. I, I only the only thing I hear about is when I'm watching MLB Network, which I probably watch anywhere from three to four hours a day. <laughs> so I get tired. So I get so I get tired of hearing Kevin Law. But uh, it's it's uh, you know it, it's just it's not it's not significant. You know, it's just. They talk about who's coming, who's not. You know, they talk about these guys. Sometimes show some film on them, but there's not much, no, uh, you know, no build up because it's just another guy in 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 the United States. Yeah, the Cubbies signed a uh, Japanese guy, didn't they? Yeah, we spoke about yeah, that on the other podcast. It was Fujikawa. Yeah. So, uh, Edwin, what does this mean to Korean? What does this mean to Korean Americans? I think I just re- let me repeat that again. I get feedback. What does this mean to Korean Americans? I mean, you're Korean American. How does how are they going to respond to this? Dude, I'm from Thailand. You you haven't even been to Thailand yet. I'm trying to get you there. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was going to say, he would have known you if you were from Thailand. <laughs> but I think I think it's good. I mean, you know, it's it's just like, you know, I went through the whole my shit. I'm a little older, so I was a Dodger fan growing up. You know, I was there when uh, my era was like, you know, the Bulldog, Oral Hershiser, Pedro Guerrero, Mike Marshall, Steve Sachs. You know, that was that was like my Dodger heyday. And then later on, you know, when Park when Park Channel, uh, Channel Park went into league, that was like, ah, oh, you know, so. I'm more interested now to see how he performs, like from a, a different standpoint. I want to see how he deals with, you know, the pressure and going in there. And it's not novel anymore. You know, there's Korean. You know, Park was over there. He was very successful. Who just retired recently. And there's been a couple other Korean players that come through the minors that were kind of busts. But uh, uh, also um, the guy from Arizona, Park. Byung Young Kim. What's his name? Yeah, he was in Arizona. He he was probably more successful. He Even won a couple though, yeah, rings, right? Up in the World Series, in 01. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, but uh, but still, you know, the thing that I that I like about Ryu and Jin is that he's got a great personality. He he to me, I don't know if like you know the guys in the states might not know this, but he's been on like variety shows out here, and he's really funny. And he's like a big character, so he's like a big teddy bear. Looks like so. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, he's he's real interesting, and I I think I'm gonna. It's going to be fun to follow him next year. I'm definitely interested, you know, now to watch the team. You know, now that my, you know, my Braves suck. You know, they lost a couple. I think, uh, Bourne. They lost Bourne. I think he's going to sign for Seattle. But anyway, but um, yeah, I'm just going to see. how uh, does? Yeah, but you know what? They they did a good job. You know, they they picked up what's his name last week. They they know, they're always going to be good. They yeah. traded. They traded. I shot glad they they traded Hanson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you know what's interesting is this whole Dodger movement. You know, Stan Caston, that guy. He's he was in Atlanta for the the heyday. You know, and that's why I think this is his mo. You know, getting getting the the heavy uh, pitching. So now he has a lot of money to play with. He didn't really have a lot of money in Atlanta to play with. No, they want to win. No, he, he's, uh, he's win. the GM. They, he's they, they the mistake. They should have Coletti's the GM. Yeah. yeah. Coletti's the GM. Um, no, no. You called uh, Ryu. I thought this was yep. pretty interesting. Uh, like a like a uh, bigger Fernando Valenzuela. Yeah, it's what reminded me of that big giant body left. He, you know, stick his chin up in the air, roll his eyes up, but Body, but I think that's going to help him. I think that's important because you know, even if he comes over here and takes time to acclimate, as long as he doesn't, like I said, he's going to the Hideki Arabu uh, Big Mac uh, diet. May, He'll be may all right. rest in peace. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the kids are big, and it's, it's, it's going to be a growing season. It's going to be different for him. I think having a size, I mean, like Sabathia has proven it sometimes helps you. They lose five or ten pounds on the course of the year. He, he, he's going to be fine. I think he's going to have to definitely uh, get in a little bit better shape. Yeah. Well, you know, what is it? Uh, what is it? Um, Boris compared him to Burley. So there's another, like you were saying, uh, you know, a big-bodied lefty. You know, so we'll see. I, I don't think. Yeah, he's not going to have to adjust either. You know, the thing is, he's going to be in L.A. There's probably more Korean people in L.A. than there is in Korea. So, <laughs> well, said, I said this the last time too. I mean, you talk about picking the right spot. That's a good spot for him, without a doubt. Yeah, it's it's so, so good. The right place. None of the food, all the stuff that you know, 
Channel Park had to go through. He's not going to have to go through any of that stuff. You know what I mean? He's going to have so. You know, the Dodgers, man, they were known for this. You know, and then they kind of got away uh, from signing international talent. But, man, they they went crazy this year. But, you know, what's going to be tough is if it's like the Lakers where they don't get that instant success, then it's going to be a lot of pressure on these players. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think. Well, here for those people, here for, uh, here for the people in L.A. that are asleep. So they, they don't even recognize that. They come they for three time. innings. They show up yeah. late. They like, they show up late, they leave early. You know what? They're gonna be. He's gonna have like no pressure. It's not like going to New York where if he every movie makes it's under a microscope. LA, they don't even care. They, they, they care yeah. for about an hour. They, yeah. they, they, they care for about an hour. But you know what? I think that the way they built that team this year, they had a bunch of pitching now because they were. I don't know if Billingsley's gonna make it back. You know, now that, like you said, they, they signed uh, Granky, they got Kershaw, who's a, you know, an animal. I mean, they're, they're going to be, you know, a very good uh, pitching staff, which, I mean, their lineup's going to be very tough. Oh, yeah, you know, if, if Crawford comes back and he's healthy, I mean, that's going to be a formidable lineup. I mean, that's a good team to pitch on. Bill Gonzalez is great, so that's what I'm saying. So they're going to be good. I mean, well, Kemp is, you know, two years ago was the MVP of the league, so... I mean that that's that's a that's a real team. They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough. They need the pitching and they sure as heck address their their need, without a doubt. We'll see how Donnie Baseball handles the team. Nah, he's the best. Yeah, he got shafted by he should have been the manager of the Yankees, or he should have been. He should have got his shot. They did him wrong. So who knows? It's you know they want him. They wanted him, he would have been there. Is he on the Hall of Fame ballot? Did no. he make it? Oh. No. He'll never make it. That's fucked up. He'll never make it. He'll never make it. They always say with, with, with him that he didn't do it for a long enough period of time, which is ridiculous because he was incredible. But in part two of it is obviously he used one championship. Yeah. Which wasn't his fault. He had no pitching. So I think he's got. He's kind of like in the same boat as Dale Murphy, you know. I mean, that was my era in Atlanta oh. too, and oh, uh, Murphy. Yeah, man. And for you know, he only did he had good like eight good seasons, but shit, he was he was solid for those seasons. So he was. Was he? Was he? Was he, was he, yeah. was, was he MVP twice? Uh, I think he, he was MVP twice. Yeah, he had thirty thirty one year. He no, had, he's uh, phenomenal. What a baseball he, He'll join yeah. Joe Torre on yeah, the WBC good. staff. And Maddox, it's not a bad staff. Oh, you know, you know who's? Um, I didn't know this, but the head coach of I forget the team. Who's um, Barry Larkin? He's the he's yeah, managing some. Yeah. Who's Barry um, Larkin? Yes, yes. Is it an Asian? Ah, team? shit. I'm not sure. I, I saw I'll him. Tell you I, I saw him on TV. He said he's managing team. Tori's doing America, right? Is it? I just read it the other day. Brazil. Too. Damn. Brazil, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Hopefully, they, hopefully they get knocked out. Hopefully, hopefully Brazil beats Chile's. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we have anything Brazil. else to say about Rio? This is the special December tenth here in Korea podcast for Rio Hyunjin, the, the historic signing. 
and I'll have some some dramatic music playing. <laughs> All right, I'll put I'll predict. You ready? My yeah, prediction. Yeah, prediction. Let's let's get he's our predictions go, here on his record he's stats. He's gonna stuff. go. He's gonna he's gonna go. He's gonna go. Fifteen and twelve. Say it again. Wow. You know. Fifteen and twelve. Fifteen and twelve. How many strikeouts? I got to watch him pitch before I could do anything like that. I got to see him. Dominant. I mean, he, I, I, he, I he, goes, he went 10 innings, 12 strikeouts. Uh, I think he had a few 12 strikeout games here this season. You should know this, Edwin. You're a super eagle. Ah! <laughs> uh, you, we got to get Nino over here and bring him on a KBO tour, Edwin. He deserves it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully sooner no, than really. later. I mean, this summer, yeah. there's no reason why Mike Nino cannot come here with his campers and play, you know, some kind of a tournament or something. Chan Ho's opened a new facility with Ryu. They're going to open. Yeah. Really? Uh, this guy actually, uh, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to get sued and I'm paranoid like someone else. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's see. Yo, All right. Thank go. you for I the prediction, Nino. Good yeah. talking to you. As uh, always. See you, Nino. Thanks. Great talking to you guys. I'll talk Thanks, to you soon. Uh, that, right. well, that was Mike Nino. Uh, Edwin, interesting, colorful guy who has a lot of static on his phone. He's uh, he's a nice guy. He, is he from New York? I couldn't yeah. ta- I oh, couldn't yeah. recognize the accent. He hasn't left. Yeah. He might be a New he Yorker. Huh? But, uh, man, I hope Nino's right that he gets uh, 15 wins. That's kind of like the... Uh, the standard because didn't Darvish get fifteen? Uh, let's look that up. I think Darvish got like fifteen, and so you know Koreans. They of course they you know they got the big rivalry with Japanese players. They want him to match fifteen, but shit, if he gets fifteen wins, that'll be crazy. You Darvish you know? was actually I hope, hold on. Uh, I hope he gets at least twelve wins. And nine. Mm. Okay, so sixteen wins, but I I think it'd be great if he just gets you know. 12 wins to tell you the truth and like has no pressure in the fourth spot if he's a like a pleasant surprise you know that's what that's what i would want for yunjin yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to to go with him pitching 170 innings and i'm gonna go with 13 wins to play it safe he's gonna go he's gonna go mm. 13 and 11 but he's gonna be up there Damn. in strikeouts uh, you think so? Even you know, with it, he is a strikeout pitcher, but you know, again, it's gonna be interesting uh, to see. Well, a lot of guys are gonna only get. You know, this is gonna be their first look at him. So his numbers, strikeouts will be a little padded the first year, or at least the first yeah. half, um, because this is yeah. their first look at him. So I think he's gonna have more strikeouts. He's got a better chance to get more yeah, strikeouts this true. year than the next year. So let's let's just play it safe with 190 strikeouts. Mm. I agree. I think you're right about. I hope Nino's right. He gets about 15 wins, but I think it's going to be closer to like, you know, 10 or 12. Who knows? He might go with. You know, he may get 19, 20 wins and win the Cy Young MVP, uh, NL Rookie of the Year. Who knows? You know, he's under the radar. As long as he don't, I think, uh, just like uh, Nino said, you know, being that in that fourth spot, that's like perfect. No pressure. You know what I mean? He can. He's got like. Surrounded by aces, especially if you know 
Beck gets in there. And I think the Dodgers are going to trade one of their, you know, they got three guys coming off injury or surgery. So I think one of those guys is going to get traded, but they, they got a nice, nice pitching yeah, staff. Yeah, I mean, they right have now. Kershaw, you can't have Granke, too much pitching. Uh, Ryu, Beckett, Lily, Capuano, and um, Billingsley. Mm-hmm. But that's a question. He's got that elbow. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think, I don't think he, he didn't fit. He, you, what did he sit out the last month or so of the season? Uh, but I think he's coming back. Yeah. Hopefully he'll come back healthy. Yeah, so we'll see. But, uh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for baseball too, season I already. I, I just want to I want to see Rio and Jin. Days man. like this, I mean, yeah. is it in the teens out there today, Fahrenheit? Dude, oh. it's ridiculous. Yeah. So unseasonably cold. It doesn't, just makes you want to stay inside, man. I, I don't even... I get like code envy. I'm walking around staring at people. Everybody that has like a furry, everybody's got these parkas on and shit. I'm just like, God, I'm, I don't want to buy one, but it's like, oh, freezing my balls oh. off. Well, let's end it on a good note. Uh, we got the predictions in. We talked about Ryu mm. on this historic December 10th, 2012. Uh, great day for I Korean baseball. About, great day for Ryu. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I also got to complain about my um, frozen nuts on air. Now, I've got a clean rating with iTunes. This may change. I may get sued two times, three times over now. I've been, I've been listening to the Rogan podcast too much, so okay. that's why. That's my, that's my favorite podcast besides, uh, besides Rick Bono's podcast. Baseball.com podcast, yeah. which I hope you will subscribe to now. We're already – this is podcast number three. Lucky three. It's a good number. Wow. Yeah, three in one week. Wow, that's yeah. excessive. You know, well, this yeah. was a historic, this was I mean, a really. How are you going to schedule this? What's going to be the regular format? The, you mean like what days? Yeah, how many it's shows? random, week? man. You don't know. I may go weeks without it if there's no news, but this is a lot of, lot of news around the peninsula and Japan. I cover mostly Japan and America. What, what it is is coming to America you get the information on the comings and goings of players uh, to MLB and from MLB. From, mm. from the Pacific Rim. So we're getting, oh. which is mostly Korea and Japan. A little bit of Taiwan, but I haven't gotten into that yet. The Lamigo Monkeys, the Lamigo what the Monkeys hell? came and uh, they made it to the finals. They knocked off your, boy, your boys from Samsung, or Daegu, actually. Yeah. Yeah, not my boys. I haven't, you know, like we say, you know, I'm a, I'm like a, uh, free agent. <laughs> I'm like a, a butterfly <laughs> fan. You're a free agent right? fan. <laughs> I'm a butterfly yeah. fan. So, yeah, I think I'm going to desert the Eagles oh, though because, man, they man. need you now. We need you. We don't have anyone, but we've got $25.7 million to spend. Dude, next year is going to be so grim. It's going to be horrible. Eagles or the league. Hell yeah, dude. The Eagles, man. Well, I got... But uh, Dino's in the house. Yeah, now, uh, I, NC I, Dino's. I, what is NC? Let's, NC? let's First off, let's tell the listeners that all the Korean teams are sponsored, right, by major corporations. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It's like the Samsung Lions, the Lotte Giants, etc. It'd be like the General Electric mm-hmm. Dodgers. Or the New York Yankees, the, which is yeah, a, a yeah. major corporation. So, but uh, let's get started. NC is, I guess, a big uh, 
a software company out here or around the world. And uh, I don't know, man, the dinos. But, you know, the baseball names are a lot better than the, like, there's a, like, the, have you seen some of the, heard some of the volleyball names and the, the other team names, like the basketball Speaking team names? Ted uh, Smith has joined a women's uh, volleyball support group. Yesterday was his first day. He donned a pink tank top uh, with, a, with a scarf. And as I put it on uh, Facebook, he looked across between a gondolier and a middle school dodgeball player. Ted Smith, everyone. That's a whole not. That's a separate that's a documentary. Separate podcast and documentary. <laughs> he is yes, in my documentary. I he Ted. does love when I plug him and all that. So I'll tell him, Ted, you are mentioned in this podcast. But we really should do a super fan podcast, not to rip off of your format for that show one time, but we really should do a super fan podcast live somewhere. SJ yeah, might sue you. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed he's gone to the suit. Was he afraid he might get sued from Cy wearing the vest and the um, the bow tie? What 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 made? Why did he make? I don't know. You know, I think uh, I don't know if that was imposed. I think he I think he did it. I think the suit looks good. I told him the suit looks good. It makes him look uh, kind of svelte. It looks more professional. You know? We always we always joked about his vest, you know, like we felt sorry for his vest because, you know, when he had gained a little weight, like if you look at the vest, the button, you just don't know when that button's yeah, going to yeah, fly off. You know what weight. I mean? He's a young guy, dude. You know, he's a young guy and he's yeah, ambitious he's guy. Up. You know, he's so. coming up. He's an ambitious guy. He's a, there's one thing I do admire about SJ, you know, I, I work with him a lot and um, he's, he's kind of. He's very, he's a hard worker, you know what I mean? If he wasn't a hard worker, he'd just be a douchebag. But uh, he backs it up with a lot of hard work, so I got a lot of respect for him. So, listen, you feel better. I know you're nursing a uh, sinus infection. Yes. And uh, I'll probably have to edit a lot of this out because I'm afraid of getting sued. Yeah. And, and you can't say... Yeah, we'll probably have to get that out of there too, or bleep it. At least bleep right. it. I just want to get that out of my system because I can't say any of that when I'm on my regular show. Sound like you have Tourette's, but that's okay. <laughs> cool, cool, man. You got to make it up to Seoul, man. We got to get absolutely. A beer. I, I will get up there as soon as it warms up. No, I'll get up there. All, All right, right, bro. Sounds take good. Take care. Thanks, Edwin. All right. Be good. See bro. you, Phil. Okay, that'll do it for this edition of. Coming to America Baseball Podcast. I want to thank our guests, Jiho Yu of Yonhap Times, uh, Edwin Rowe of Aryong Radio, and of course, my good cousin friend, Mike Ninavaji Nino. So, uh, on a historic December 10th, we leave you from Chile, South Korea. Congratulations to Ryu Hyun Jin, now part of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Good night, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Bye-bye.